You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guest today, Sherry McMillan from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting two virtual seminars, Wednesday, March 9th at 6.30 p.m., and again on Wednesday, March 23rd at 6.30 p.m. You will need to register ahead of time, though. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning at one 833 266-6464 during weekday office hours, or check out the website at mcmillanestate.com. On today's show, we've been talking about strategies for families to use to protect themselves from various changes, the uncertainty in the economy, the uncertainty about uh, government changes, especially uh, what we are dreading coming up in the federal budget, if I could use that word. Sherry, we were also talking about investment trusts as a way to protect oneself. And investment trusts basically have a different set of rules than the bank law. And that's why they are such a a great investment tool. But there are different trusts within investment trusts. I mean, it's it's a unique system that can be designed for each and every person. Absolutely. And we do customize all our plans uh, to the needs of the family because everybody is in a different position and does have different goals and objectives. And so, you know, what we recommend is that your life plan, we call it your goals, should drive how we design your investment trusts. But investment trusts are very um, unique in that they have a number of extra protections that are not afforded to us in the Bank Act. And again, the reason that they weren't afforded to us in in the same way as the Bank Act is because trusts were originally designed for widows and orphans. And they were designed to protect widows and orphans from, you know, having outside creditors come and take away the inheritance that was left behind for them. And so one example of that, Wayne, is when you uh, leave your beneficiary some life insurance, for example, that doesn't have to go through the probate process. And there is nobody that can attack that asset. It has to go to your beneficiaries. And trust law works in the same way. So these two acts, the Trust Act and the Insurance Act of Canada, work very differently, if I can say that, than the Bank Act. And so some of the prominent differences are that the first thing is we have what I call privacy, because the asset base is um, designed in a manner that you cannot sue somebody for it, so it's credit protected. And now we've been tested, does credit protection mean the government? And I can thankfully say yes. Um, Unfortunately, we had to experience, is it true, um, through the Emergency Act, but now that that has uh, passed, we can confidently say that this is an opportunity for families to make sure on a go-forward basis they always have their retirement base inside trust planning. And then there's a, a few more wonderful benefits that a lot of families, you know, not not understanding what opportunities they have in trust law. But one of them is really important. One of them is what we call a principal guarantee of your portfolio. So even if you like to buy, for example, mutual funds or stocks, what the issue is in the bank system is all of the risk is put on us as the consumer. So any of the chartered banks, if they or brokerage houses, if they help us select an investment portfolio and the portfolio doesn't perform, you know, we bear the consequence of that. Whereas in trust law, because trust law is 
designed to protect widows and orphans, there's a principal guarantee when we start. So ultimately what that means is we can't lose what we began with, and that's really important. But yet we can still buy things like mutual funds and stocks. And then there's a wonderful opportunity in trust law because in the good years when we're making profit in those particular investments, we can freeze the growth that has happened as part of the principal guarantee in the estate. So what that means for our retirees is every year or two when we're freezing, they know exactly how much money they have to plan the retirement. And they also know how much they don't have at risk because none of it is at risk. And so it's a very powerful um, position for people to be in. And over my 30 years of practice, um, I've been through four terrible market corrections I was fortunate enough not to be part of the 1929 one, Wayne, but (laughs) other than that, I've been part of most of the biggies. And because we've always recommended to our families to be in trust law, um, thankfully, none of our clients were impacted, and so everybody felt safe and secure. And that's really important when you're in retirement, because that pool of wealth, that investment pool, is now your retirement fund, in effect. And so we need to be able to bank on it. The next benefit is um, it does credit protect you, not just from the Emergency Act, but also from any kind of liability that could arise during your retirement. So I always tease our clients that they go down to the U.S. in those giant motorhomes with no special driver's license. (laughs) And, you know, it's bad bad enough that they allow some of these people on the road in their regular vehicles, much less those big RVs. I agree with you on that one. And, you know, if they get into any kind of liability down in the United States, they're quite litigious, um, and they could attack any investments you have in the Bank Act, but they cannot attack any investments you have in the Trust Act. And so that's a really big fundamental difference. So if you're on boards of directors or you're still entrepreneurial in late retirement, you know, that's a really important feature to make sure your investments are designed that way. And then the final differential, which is substantial for most families, is because it is a trust, there's an attached beneficiary to it. So we don't have to go through the court system to transfer the wealth to our loved ones. Traditionally, the banking uh, assets must go through what is called probate. They have to go through the court system before they can move to the beneficiary. And in Alberta right now, uh, due to COVID, of course, but you know, under the circumstances, we're looking at a backlog uh, of probate being over a year right now. So that means your estate is frozen for a long time. Whereas in trust law, um, we just basically forward the death certificate to the trust. And immediately within a week, the wealth becomes available to the family to utilize. And so it's you know, reduces all the workload, it reduces the workload of uh, or the cost of probate, and it expedites the power of that wealth. They can utilize it immediately. And so it's a very powerful tool, and we have been using it for many, many years, but it seems like because the world has gone a little bit crazy with all kinds of circumstances that these benefits are becoming more and more important. And when you go through probate, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's also a public process, isn't it? That's right. So when you go through probate, what has to happen, unfortunately, is your entire asset base has to be listed. So everything you own. So if you're very affluent, it's very intrusive. 
And then when it goes through the court, that net worth is produced along with the will stating who your beneficiaries are. And then the court uh, puts it up basically to say to the public, are there any creditors out there who have claim against this estate? That's also when you find out about all the long-lost relatives that you never knew you had. That's right. And, you know, being that your net worth is exposed... (laughs) Yes, it's not it's not a secret that there may be a creditor who thinks it's worth a try because it only costs a, hun- a couple hundred dollars to make a claim against an estate. It doesn't mean you win, but if the estate is very valuable, a lot of times what will happen is the trustees and executors of the estate will pay that person out just to get rid of the problem because you don't want to be in probate for three or five years, of course. So the way around that is to not probate, and I encourage all families to use trust so that that can be eliminated as a problem in their estate, and you've closed off the risk because your estate isn't publicly um, notifying anybody. It's private, so your net worth is never exposed to the public, and a trust cannot be contested because it is not a will. It bypasses probate. So it's the most safe way we can do wealth transfer for families today. And it's a wonder why more people haven't switched over to the trust system. And we'll talk about that when we come back. We're going to pause for another break, Sherry. The McMillan team will be hosting a virtual seminar Wednesday, March 9th at 6.30 p.m. And there's another one coming up on Wednesday, March 23rd at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about estate or life planning, some of the topics that we've discussed today. To register, simply contact McMillan Estate Planning at one 266 during weekday office hours or visit the website for more information it's mcmillanestate.com sherry mcmillan from mcmillan estate planning is my guest today and we'll be back to wrap things up on talk to the experts